Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Sean, and today I will be talking about the history of African American dance. And if you did not know, the term black dance describes a range of styles whose origins include the tribal dances of Africa, the slave dances of the West Indies, and the American Deep South, the Harlem social dances of the 1920s, and the jazz dance of Broadway musicals. Now, the two main origins of black dance are African dance and the slave dances from the plantations of the West Indies. Before enslavement, Africans danced for many special occasions, such as a birth or a marriage, or as a part of their daily activities, and dance affirmed life in the outlook of the future. After the Middle Passage, Africans in the Americas sang and danced while working as slaves, and as they converted to the religions of Europeans and indigenous people, they incorporate these traditions into these cultures. Tribes or ethnic groups from every African country have their own individual dances. Dance had a ceremonial and social function and it helped celebrate and mark rites of passage, sex, the seasons, recreation, and weddings. The Kalinda was one of the most popular slave dances in the Caribbean. It was banned by many plantation owners who feared it would encourage social unrest and uprising. In the Kalinda, men and women faced each other in two lines, moving towards each other, then away, then towards each other again to make eye contact, slapping thighs, and even kissing. Years later, slavery began, and during this period, slaves had limited leisure hours. Usually on Sundays and holidays, slaves engaged in singing and dancing. And though slaves use a variety of musical instruments, they also engaged in the practice of patting juba or clapping of hands in a highly complex and rhythmic fashion. Although some slaveholders appreciated African-American music making and others allowed singing and dancing in the slave quarters for practical reasons, from the early colonial period on, many whites were leery of the subversive potential of these activities. In 1739, South Carolina went so far as to prohibit the beating of drums for fear that their rhythms would be used to incite rebellions like the one that occurred in Stono earlier that year. On southern plantations, the roots of gospel and blues were introduced in work songs and field hollers based on the musical forms and rhythms of Africa. And through singing, call and response and hollering, slaves coordinated their labor, communicated with one another across adjacent fields, bolstered weary spirits and commented on the oppressiveness of their masters. In African-inspired dance, the ring shout consisted of dancers singing, clapping and moving in a circular fashion until reaching a state of spiritual ecstasy. Both the ring shout and spirituals express the joy and hope, pain and sorrow of the enslaved. The 1920s and 30s was an especially fruitful time for black dance in the United States. During the Harlem Renaissance, similar innovations in theater, music, literature, and other arts accompanied African-American developments in dance. Popular social dances of the 20th century, such as the Charleston and Cakewalk, are descended from slave dances. Some of the first black dancers to tour to England were the black minstrel performers from the USA. The first minstrel performers in the USA were white performers who smeared their faces in burnt cork and danced and sang in imitation of black people. The dance they performed most widely was a mixture of an African ring dance and an Irish jig. 
The Creole Show was the first all-black musical and had premiered in New York in 1889. The show starred 16 black women as chorus girls. The black leads were Dora Dean and Charles Johnson who performed the dance, The Cakewalk, as the finale. The dance came from the mocking dance created by slaves in the West Indies to imitate the way that white people dance. In The Cakewalk, the upper body was stiff but the legs were fluid. Many other all-black shows, including Running Wild, Chocolate Dandies, and Blackbirds of 1928, also played to enthusiastic American audiences in the 1920s and 30s. Tap combined elements of African-influenced shuffle dances, English claw dancing, and Irish jigs. Black dancers such as Bill Robinson brought the new form, respectability, and popularity. Tap dancing developed further in the 1930s and 40s when white dancers included it in motion pictures. During the 1930s and 40s, blacks moved into ballet and modern dance, and leading white choreographers integrated African-American themes and movements into their dances and hired blacks to perform them. The definition of dance has broadened to include the urban black dance forms of breakdancing and hip-hop, which have been recognized for their artistry and expressiveness. Dance created and performed by African-Americans have become a permanent part of American dance. The emergence of a black modern dance movement was inspired by the work of two black American women, Catherine Dunham and Pearl Primus. Both were academics as well as dancers and spent a great deal of time researching the origins of black dance in the United States. Dunham made her name in 1934 on Broadway with musicals where she introduced a popular dance, and it was based on the rhythms and martial arts of dances of slaves who used to dance to develop their stamina in preparation for uprisings against their white masters. She researched dance from Haiti, Jamaica, and Trinidad for her choreography. She believed that black dance should have equal status with the white European tradition and wanted to trace black dance roots. The technique that she developed also drew on ballet and modern dance. Primus was the first black modern dancer. Strange Fruit was her first performance. It had no music but a sound tape of a poem about a black man being lynched by a white racist. It was passionate and angry. Like other black dancers in the emerging black dance culture, she used the art form to express the social and political constraints on black people within America. In 1940s, Pearl was one of the first dancers to make an in-depth study of black dance traditions embracing West Indian, African, and primitive dance. Her recitals and performances with her company showed these dances both in her authentic form and used as a basis for new choreography. Which brings us to today's society where dance is significant, celebrated, and influenced around the world. Without dance, we would not have many ways to express how we feel and even spread messages. And even though dance comes in different forms, they all create a positive impact in our lives. Well, that is all I have for you today, and I hope you enjoyed this special topic in African American history.